Thanks for joining us today on the Centerpoint Podcast coming from the Loft on Main in Danville, Kentucky. For more information, check us out at centerpointdanville.com. Awesome. Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Again. So, I was watching you all pray, and my heart was filled with joy. Um, I don't know, you know, for some it may be just a religious moment, you know, the guys on stage praying, you close your eyes and bow your head, but for some of you, I, I saw just, I saw faith. I saw a moment where it was like, God, I want you to hear me. And I want to let you know this morning that you are heard by God. Like your prayers are, are, are like smoke before him, like he is surrounded by your prayers. He hears you. I don't know who that was for, but I just felt like I needed to say that you are heard and you are seen. Um, but yes, good morning. Hey, I'm Jeff. If we, do, if we haven't had a chance to meet, I would love to meet you. Let's go um, get wings, because that's a new thing in Danville, right? Wings, wing, wings, rings, rings, wings, and r- rings, rings, and rings. Let's go there. <laughs> we, um, you know, it's, it's, it's officially not no longer basketball season. Amen. Um, <laughs> it's officially no longer basketball season, but we got football. It's coming up. Um, I would love to hang out with you guys and just um, get to know you better. Um, so we are in the second week um, of this whole This Is Our Community Sermon Series. And I'm stoked because this is actually a chance for us to kind of you know, we've, we've been still, we've said, yes, Lord, now is the time to look around and say, like, this is us. This is what we represent as a church, and it's calling us to love our community better um, and causing us to understand also that when the people around us prosper, we prosper. Um, and when our community is unhealthy, we are unhealthy. So last week, Jason started us off with three simple ways that you can serve. You can You guys didn't take notes. Okay, I'm going to say it for you. You can use what you have. You can invite someone to where where we meet, and you can tell your story. And these three things, we use this to ask a simple question, how can you let your light shine? How are you going to shine your light? And if you weren't here last week, it was really awesome. We kind of turned all the lights off, and um, we tried to turn the sun off. We just didn't have a direct line um, to the guy who controls it. Um, Or he was unavailable at that moment, doing things that were important. But we kind of turned all the lights off, and we all shined a light inside this room. And I think it was a really awesome moment, right? We kind of got to see, yes or no? Y'all can talk to me. Yes? Okay. Um, We all got to see, you know, what it actually looks like when light penetrates the darkness. And I still don't think that that corner got cleaned. Jason said it needed to get cleaned. And also, what is a bushel? Is a bushel like a small bush? And why would you... Why would you put it over a light? I, I wasn't raised in a church, so I don't understand. But today, we are going to continue this conversation of loving God and loving people. Now, I'm going to say this, and this may be a hot take. We are supposed to be kind to the people in our community. Yeah. Amen? Because the people that work in the establishments in our community, they, they are a livelihood. They help a livelihood. You know, we all depend on guads. Amen? Amen. Regardless, amen? Okay. I, y'all can talk to me. Like, whether it's the Guadi Hut, right? Movie theater guads. Then you got Sonic guads. Then you got Hill guads. I don't know how there's three Guadalajaras in like a two-mile radius, 
but they are making money. Um, or, you know, it's your grocery store, your local bakery, you know, amen for blue gas and buttercreams. It's the best cupcakes you'll ever have. And I don't care if you don't like icing. I like a cupcake that's like this much cupcake and this much icing. And then that's the whole cupcake, you know? <laughs> like, that's the type of cupcake I live for. I'm working on myself, though. Um, but, you know, we should take pride in the establishments around us, in our city limits. Because without them, we wouldn't, like, have our life. Without, without the, and, and honestly, the people working for those places wouldn't have life either. Like, if we didn't go to the places that brought us, that gave us service, those people would have jobs. And we wouldn't be able to have a running city. And as a church body, we should continually pray for the establishments that are in our community, even though we don't work for them. Like, even though you don't notice, the people that are in those places, they matter. Like, how many of us actually go into Walmart and we don't go in there and get what we need and then walk, try to go to the self-checkout line and notice that it's closed or they don't have one and there's not enough space and don't realize that God is maybe just trying to slow you down and take you through the checkout line so that you can be a blessing to the lady that's been there since 4 a.m. If it ain't Jesus, don't answer it. <laughs> I've been waiting for that moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Jason's listening to the pie. He's probably live right now. I'm sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> but... You know, maybe God is trying to slow us down in these places and be a light, actually show Christ to the people that are in our community. And just like we're supposed to love on the people in our community, we're supposed to love on each other here in church. Like the people that you see every morning or every Sunday morning, you're supposed to pray for them out loud, like to their faces. How are you? Like, love on them. Not just say, hey, good morning, and then you see their kids running, and you're, like, judging them, talking about the kids in your head. Like, that's not love. We are the body. And, and honestly, like, believe it or not, it's in the Bible. Like, I say this all the time. Like, read your Bible. Like, I'm being serious. Like, God is calling us to love each other. And because I'm in a giving mood, I'm going to give you the scripture. Um, and if you're taking notes, you know, those are your fast paths to heaven. It's a short line. When you show them your notebook, and they'll say, all right, awesome. And they take you along. And I've been to Universal. We did all Universal in like four hours. And it was awesome. We paid for the fast pass. So in Acts 2, verse 44, they're describing what the early church was doing and what the early church was like. And in Acts, in verse 44, it said, and who all believed were together and they had all things in common. Now, can we say that now, today? Like, let me just pull up everybody's Facebook and pull them up on the screens. You got it? Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Some people are like, we're going to leave now. But <laughs> get your stuff. But we're supposed to have all things in common. The people in that time, they had one goal. And that was to see the love of God be spread across the nation. And that should be our goal here. We should have each other's backs. 
We should love each other. And I don't even want to go to the next verse where it talks about how they sold their possessions and gave to the needy. I feel like that's a sermon for another day. But we as a church should stand in that one thing to see God's name glorified. And when we see that mission succeeded, that's when we can really have moments of joy. We are the body. In Romans 12, 3 through 8, it's an incredible depiction of how we are the body. And I just want to go through this. Um, and, and, you know, it speaks straight to it. And I just want to go through it with you all. Uh, Romans 12, 3 through 8, this is the NIV version. It says, for the grace given to me, I say to, everyone, to, every, to every one of you, do not think of yourself highly than you ought to. We could just stop right there. Amen. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For, you. for just as each of us have one body with many members, and these members, all, we, these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs to, one, to, to all of the others. We have, different, we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. If your gift is prophecy, then prophesy according to your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then, be, then give encouragement. If it is to give, then give generously. If it is to lead, then do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, then do it cheerfully. And I think this moment, this explains that we are all like one body. We exist all together. We, though we have different capabilities and different body or in different, different personality types, we all come together for one goal. Just like your body, you know, your ligaments and your body parts and your internal organs, they do drastically different things, but they all have the same goal to keep your body healthy. You know, the heart doesn't try to digest food. Some of your hearts are doing some things that shouldn't be doing, but, you know, we're going to get healthy 2019. Um, but in the same way, the body of Christ should keep the, health, the, the church healthy. And as Christians, it's, it's kind of sometimes, you know, a lie that we sometimes believe that, you know, if you aren't, if you are a full-time ministry, that's the only way you can serve. You know, well, he's the pastor. That's why he serves. You know, but I think that when Christians take over the workplace, when there's Christian accountants and bakers and firefighters and teachers and wedding planners, we have a chance to show people around our city and our nation the love of, the, the love of God and show them that they are loved by him. No matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what you look like, no matter what side you are on this whole political thing, no matter how much money you have in the bank. You know, me and my wife, we're doing Financial Peace University. We're going to get some money, okay? We're working on it. And don't y'all judge me when I flex because I worked hard to get out of debt. But no matter who you are, you play a special part in this, in this whole, like, showing the gospel thing. You play a unique part. And it's because of you that you will be able to spread God's love around devil in Lincoln County, in Lancaster. That's how y'all say it, right? Lancaster? Not Lancaster. Lake, Lancaster. Lake, Lancaster. <laughs> Spread his love 
around this nation or this community like a really, really good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I don't know why I put peanut butter and jelly sandwich in here. I think I was hungry when I was writing this. And I really, I told my wife, I was like, I'm craving peanut butter and jelly sandwiches right now. I think it's because my mind is like, you cannot buy steak. You need to buy peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> you cannot have that. Um, amen. Amen. Financial Peace University. We're going to keep doing it. We ain't stopping. Anyway, you, pe- you play a huge part. And I want to I shine a light on somebody today. And that person is Jennifer Lucas. She chose, she's very quiet, except for when the Patriots are playing. <laughs> then she's loud. <laughs> but she chose to use her amazing gift of encouragement to love on the people that serve her at, at CP. She writes little birthday cards. If you got a message from her that was like, when your birthday is, you're like, why she hasn't? Just text her, okay? She's writing birthday cards to people that serve here. And I know that may seem small, but she has a gift of encouragement. And she chose to use that. And we are so grateful for you. Like, thank you so much. I remember when I first came up the elevator and you were like, I'm not really good with hugs. And now I, can't, I, I have to get a hug from you. You have grown so much and we are so grateful and thankful for what you're doing. You playing a part in seeing change lives that change lives. It matters. It matters. It matters. You're welcome. And for those of you who think, you know, I don't really, you know, I, I just come sometimes. I don't really play a good part. I, I want to challenge you with this. And I, and I want to give you something. Find your gift and do it well. Find out what your passion is. Find out what God has blessed you to do. We have all been called to do something. We all have special, like, capabilities. Like, okay, here's, here's something. I am good at this stuff. I'm all right at it. But you know what I suck at or I'm not great at at all? That's the number stuff. And kind of the, like, living room runs well because of destiny. She, <laughs> she rocks it out. She plays a part. That's what she's good at. And I know, you know, you think, well, I don't want to mess up. You know, I don't want to do something wrong. I don't have the training or the time to, to do this. Well, I just want to say, and I want to challenge you today, um, if you can't learn and grow in your gift here at church, like, why come? Like, why come to this place if it's not safe, for you, a place for you to grow? And if you know, if you're saying, you know, uh, I don't have time, please go back to last month's Be Still sermon series. It's on podcast. Just do that. Listen to those. Be stills. Take some notes and then come talk to me afterwards because God is calling us to, to, to be his body. And, you know, the lungs, the lungs aren't working because the lungs got too many kids and they got too much stress. And now we're just a church body trying to sing breathless. Find your gift and do it well. Just like in a baton race. This is, uh, I don't know, I used to run track and field back in the day. And in a baton race, like four by four, two by four, three by two. You got the track, track coach up in the nest. But just like in a baton race, there's amount of people 
passing the baton to win the race and win the race. Now, the person that finishes the race isn't the star. The person that finished the race isn't the star of the race. It's actually the whole team. Because everyone in the team all has one common goal, and that's to win. They're going to do whatever it takes. I've pushed some people in some races before. But they're going to do whatever it takes to see that, that mission, that race brought together. And I feel like as a church, we should be the same way. As a church, we are supposed to use our gifts, use what God has called us to, use our moments, our gifts to shine our light. And then give it to the person that needs to know God's love. Gary, you were supposed to hold this because this is yours. God wants you to know, Gary, that God loves you, that you are seen by him, that you are fully known by him. He sees your efforts. And it took me to give it to Dave, to give it to Seth, or to give it to Shana, to give it to Seth, to give it to Stacey, to let you know that you are loved by him. You are seen by him. And I think that's how we should live as a church. All of us play a specific role. And when I came to them and I was like, hey, I need for y'all to run a race. So I was like, oh, I could hobble. I don't know if I got much race in me anymore. But we are all supposed to play a role in seeing changed lives that change lives. You know, when you come in and you get a high five at the front door and then, you know, you see that person with a great smile and you're like, take my kids, please. <laughs> and they're like, we got them, all right. <laughs> and then worship is amazing and the nest is flowing well. All this happens so that we can see change lives that change lives. Our common goal is to see change lives. Change life. And not, not to have a cool, made-up slang term and slogan. We can put it on bumper stickers. But to see his kingdom come here on earth. Because that is our mission. That is our race. And now, you may have gotten these old things on your seat. And what these are... It's just an opportunity. Last week, we gave you the resurrection uh, plan card, and it was a simple tool. You take three, you give it to three, uh, three families around you. But this is an opportunity for you to find your gift and do it well. You know, a lot of us won't come up and say, like, hey, I want to do this, because it takes a little bit more courage. But this is an opportunity for you to just fill it out. If tech is your thing, he was like, we'll give you training. If, if kids are your thing, I'm afraid of kids, okay? Right now, I got a puppy, and before I got the puppy, I was like, let's have kids. And we got the puppy, I was like, let's not have kids, let's wait. <laughs> but, if, but if you love kids, just check it. If teens are your, are your thing, check living room, first impression. If you thought about, man, I really enjoyed how that person gave me a high five and how warm the coffee was. You could do that too. You could be that light for someone else. And if it's the clean team, because honestly, there is someone that comes in here and cleans. 
just check it. And you know, with the worship team, it, it calls for some level of talent. Um, not everybody can do that. And I just want you to understand that. And if it's something else, he's like, man, I see a need. I have a gift and I want to contribute. I want to be a part of the body. I want to give my time, my talent. This is just a simple tool for you to do that. Just check something and put your name down and just leave it on the chair. And someone will get with you. But God is calling us to be his body. This is our community. We are the body of Christ. We were put here with one goal. Our two goals. That's to love God and love people. And everything else, everything else will come. Hey, Jesus. God, I thank you so much for um, just another moment to pray with you and to be with you. God, I pray that um, you continue to shine your light on us. And you give us the strength and the courage to to walk and to step up. And be your body. Let us not focus on what what makes us not capable, but focus on who calls us capable. Because you don't call the qualified, you qualify the called. So God, we thank you. And we praise you. And as we come into this moment of worship, I just pray, Lord God, that you, um, you, you, you encourage us. And you let us know that we are loved by you. It's your great name we pray. Amen. Let's worship.